I wanna be a pop star 君をもっと夢中にさせてあげるからねキラキラのパップスター羽を広げ魔法をかけてあげよう君だけに Good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of January 25th. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that's it. Luna is having computer trouble, which explains why we didn't have an episode last week, and I spent、yes. as much time as I could with the Kohaku episode to get that out. I guess all things worked out then. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to be two episodes behind at that point. Well, I would have just taken over editing duties at that point.、Mm. Which I'm capable of doing now. Hooray!、Mm. Hooray. But yeah. How have you been? It's,、uh, we don't usually get to talk all too much like this because the Kohaku episode kind of rolled over. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's, it's been crazy.、Uh, Yeah, no, I've been great, honestly. I had a lot of fun last weekend because I got to do something I don't normally get to do. And this week I started、uh, working during the days again. So I can be back on the show full time. And I only worked three days this week. Thank you, MLK.、Uh, sorry you died the way that you did, but I appreciate your holiday nonetheless. And sorry, I just did not know how to not make that awkward. So I just went with it. So. But yeah, so I only had like a three day work week because tomorrow's my birthday and I do not work around my birthday. I like having a three day weekend. So I、uh, took today off and I've been, I had a photo shoot earlier today. I think I turned out really sexy, but that's just an opinion. And、uh, no, I'm having a good day. How have you been, bud? Wait, what? You had a photo shoot for what? <laughs> For real,、uh, real estate, uh, for um, business cards and、uh, promotional stuff for our site and all that fun stuff. Did you dress up in the dinosaur suit like I asked? No, no, I did not. I'm, was... telling, I'm telling you, that's how you're going to get clicks for your real estate if you just dress up like a dinosaur. I need to seem like a competent realtor, not, not someone who's just trying to get attention. But that brings attention. <laughs> Trust me, the sexiness was on today. I'll get all the attention. <laughs> I've been okay.、Uh, just struggling with the time sync that I've been having. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, hopefully, that'll get better. Things should balance out now. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, well, let's. Continue on to what we've been listening to.、Uh, let me start first this time, I guess.、Uh, no, let's mix it up. I'm, I'm always eager to hear what, you have to, what you've been listening to, bud. Also, give me a、What? moment to collect my thoughts. <laughs> well, I've been listening to, of course, my Juicy playlist, so not much new there. But I, did pick, but I did pick up Syrup's、uh, Syrup 2 EP. He's kind of an RB rapper. He's really good, honestly. It's on Apple Music if you get a chance to look that up, by the way. And、uh, Mole74,、uh, which is also a good alternative band, which I just love. April is probably my favorite song by them, and it's always in my mind, no matter what. <laughs> and finally, Kurinji. Kurinji's album, The Supite no Owl. Is really good. I honestly really, really like this album, and it's a really good return to form for Kurenji, who's been kind of in the slump. If you guys don't know, Kurenji is like an 80s infused rock band that kind of keeps continuing on with the nostalgic of the 80s with just the keyboardist and stuff like that, which is really good. I really love that. The mixing and sounds that they have for the keyboardists with a lot of these songs, like. Their song, Jikan Ganai, is probably one of my favorite songs by them. There's a, there's a handful of songs that I actually really do like them. But, you know, the resurgence of Kurenji is very strong this past year. So I'm looking forward to whatever、nice. new releases they have. That's exciting. Yeah, there、um, are also our other writer, Renford. He did a very good、um, dissertation about them on our site. It peels apart their entire. 
history. So go check that out on the site. I don't think it's on the front page, but I think it's it's still there. I think within the last two or three pages. So just take a look if you guys have the chance. But yeah, what have you been listening to, Gray? So it's been a month. And so like the previous week, I had listened to a crap load. This week, I have been like super busy and trying to focus on my day job. So I have not listened to as much. But because it's been a while, I'm going to try to cover everything I've been listening to over the month. But I promise I will make it quick and short. First, uh, Misako Uno. I've been checking out some of her work. And I will say hashtag One Love Pop is amazing. I love that song. I do listen to it about five times a day. I need it in my life. Uh, last week, AAA dropped a new single, and I was hoping we would talk about it, but unfortunately, things fell through. Uh, and I was really wanting to get your opinion on this, Ken. Uh, Egalno Loop. How did you like that song? Because I loved it. Actually, so far, like it's my favorite song they do. Now, I, I know you have a different opinion. You've heard more of their music than me, but I was really curious how you felt about the song. It was all right give or take i mean i i'm i've been a okay fan by them i don't really follow all their stuff but it's just a lot of things that i did like about the song were things that i was like oh this is very triple a ish which <laughs> appa- apparently just moves on to lol now because they're just the second coming now i i don't know i i see why you say that but i i feel like i disagree because Triple A has way more of a rock sound, while LOL has way more of a pop sound. Now, maybe their style progresses to be way more pop. I've only heard their first two albums, so it just could be where I, where I'm at in their their career. But I haven't had an opportunity to listen to much more than their first two albums. But I did enjoy the first two albums, and um. Cool dropped their new album, which is really, really good. Uh, the l- last week, I had only heard it once and said uh, I enjoyed it, but I didn't like it as much as their third album. I have listened to it two more times since then, and I still like the third album more. But I really, really enjoy this album. They do something quite different with it, and I do recommend checking it out. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's its own thing. It's hard to describe. Also, uh, I went back and checked out Life is Beautiful by Bish. That song is amazing. And I've been listening to the Sheena Ringo album that came out in December of 2017. So right as we started the show, she released an amazing album. It's now Malcolm Music. You can check it out. I do recommend it. It's super good. Especially like uh, The Creamy Season, I think is my favorite song on that album. But The Adult Code's really good. A Double Suicide's really good. Um and Mavi Revs is also really good. Oh, yeah, that's a good album. But that's it. That's I mean that's mostly what that's the most notable stuff I've been listening to. Besides LOL, I'm not. I mean I think it goes without saying I listen to them on repeat. I'm surprised you didn't um get Lil Glee Monster's new album. They had a new album. Yes, it's called <laughs> Flavor. Well, the reason I didn't get it is because I didn't know about it. Excellent promotion there, Sony. Well, that was my fault, too, because I wasn't able to do it. <laughs> uh, well, it also explains why they had five music videos post this morning, and I have not had the opportunity to listen, to watch them or listen to them, but I was like, Little Glee Monster has five music videos. It's really weird. And because uh, I subscribed to their, their their channel, so it just it just popped up in my feed, and I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, no, I had no idea. I'll I'll check it out, I guess, at some point. If it's not on Apple Music, though, there's, I mean, I don't have the money to go out and buy it, so it'll be a while. I i bought it a couple of days ago, so I can give it to you later. Oh, cool. Yeah, so just just remind me. But yeah, um, with that, let's move on to some news. And first is coming right off the presses of last night is that Scandal releases new information of their upcoming single from their brand new private label so if you guys didn't know and this was a really big shocker for me a couple weeks back but scandal left sony really abruptly <laughs> yes yes they did no one talked about so, it either like it, it yeah. really flew under the radar and that explains a whole lot of what sony was doing now 
Yeah, yeah, it really does explain retrospectively like what was going on. So they have a new private label called Her, and it's kind of a artsy label. I I really don't know what to call it because not only is it just music, it's actual artists, like actual art. So interesting. Yeah, this is to talk about for their upcoming single. It's called Masterpiece and uh, Mabataki, and it's a double A side. And it'll release on March 27th, by the way. And they will be having two limited editions for the single, one being a 37-page magazine called Her Magazine, which includes an exclusive interview for its scandal and stuff like that. And one will have a T-shirt by Kuta, who is a, a really famous like pop culture artist in Japan right now. Yeah, and he he's the one that actually did the the cover for the new single. So you'll get a T-shirt of that. Oh, that's and actually cool. Yeah, so it's pretty cool nonetheless. I I am very excited to see what is gonna go on with their label so to speak because i'm i i don't know what they're trying to go here if they're gonna be all artsy fartsy i mean they have enough money and enough sway in the music industry now because there are 10 years that they can do this yeah and they have the fans too yeah so it'll be interesting to see because i i was really surprised to hear that they love sony and I imagine at the end of the day, it was to get more freedom, more creative freedom over their their own stuff. And I mean, if you're if your own record label, it'll be super interesting to see. Would you technically consider them indie artists now? I don't know. It depends if that that label picks up steam or not. Technically, they are, but I don't. I wouldn't know how I would define it. Like if yeah. if. Ajikan left and made their own label, which I'm pretty sure they could. Well, I mean, then I like I wouldn't even call them indie at that point. But I mean, Ajikan does kind of have a pseudo sub label that they control under Sony, anyways, right? Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's yeah, that's pretty much what it is. But they, but they they kind of do whatever they want. Also, it's not like they, they got the really power. Have, yeah, they they have enough money that they can kind of just do whatever they want to the point that they don't need to release albums for <laughs> two to three years at a time yeah yeah i still need to listen to their latest album i feel like i'm missing out on something i just have not had the chance it's it's really good i i have it by the way so i'll, I'll give you the files later oh, okay yeah like like i said I, I keep up with this so i i have pretty much everything but yeah, I mean, it's really good. I'm really excited to watch the music video finally because it isn't under Sony. <laughs> so we can have a good, clear shot of what the music video looks like. Yes. Yep. But yeah. With that, let's continue on to another piece of news. Let's talk about the big elephant in the room, <laughs> which is uh, his name is George. He is afraid of peanuts. Surprise, I know, right? Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, um, all kidding aside, it's this NGT thing. (laughs) My lord. Uh, uh, Talk about a basket of worms that this thing has let loose. Oh, Uh. boy. (laughs) Um, I don't even know where to start. Well, it starts with an assault. And that's the best place to start, so... For anyone who's not been following this, this thing has exploded. It's been picked up. It, Kotaku's talked about it. CNN's talked about it. I mean, I mean, it's getting big here in the States. In Japan, it's probably the O.J. Simpson trial, I guess. Is, I know it's a dated reference, but it's the only thing I can think of. Uh, I guess Me Too movement to some degree. But. Well... It it's it's to some degree anyway because of what's the result of this. Yeah. So so let's talk about the assault. For so first and foremost, the assault came from 
Maho Yamaguchi, who's a member of NG248. And, you know, she came out the first week of January saying, in front of all of her fans, saying, hey, you know, I went through this difficult time back in December saying that she had been assaulted by two of her male fans in their, I guess, dormitory or apartment complex. It's a complex, but it's only owned by... All the, all the tenants are other members of NGT, so yeah. no, one's, no one is supposed to have access to this area. And, you know, she was scared, that kind of... Th- that kind of thing where you don't know if you're going to get assaulted or or yeah. raped even. Well, she, and she did manage to flee her attackers before anything too severe happened. But just the fear, just the sheer, because they, they met her at the door. Like, because she was coming home, it was about like five o'clock in the afternoon. And the way that I understand the events, and I could be wrong about this, is basically it's kind of like she goes through the door of her place and they before she can turn around and lock the door behind her, those these two dudes just come in and assault her. They, they tried to touch her face and tried to pin her, but she was able to break free and she fled and notified the authorities. And anything like that would be super traumatizing because there's no telling what those guys were planning on doing. I mean, the fact that they were going to pin her would suggest that their intentions were very nefarious. And mm. it, it just, it's horrifying that this has happened. And uh, you know, we're, we're super, super thankful that Maho Yamaguchi is okay and, uh, she's dealing with this, uh, and I think she's been super brave about this whole situation because she hasn't had the best support from management, which we'll get to, but she does have a good community that has surrounded her and has really lifted her up in a very special way, and that's exciting to see the like her fellow idols just pick her up and and support her in the way that they have and if if there's any good news that to come out of this horrible thing is that the idol community is a real community and these girls support each other and um stand up for each other minus the rumor which the rumor is and it's unsubstantiated but it's been reported on, so we'll, we'll just go ahead and talk about it here too. It is believed that one of the members of NGT48 was gave those dudes the information that they needed to basically storm her room, and that's un as unsubstantiated. Like no no one knows, but like I said, it's been reported on by some fairly reputable sites. So I figured we address that, but that's just a rumor. And uh, if I remember correctly, management has come out and said that's not true at all. So, oh boy. So this this whole thing is bad. It's NGT's done. Honestly, uh, I, I mean they've canceled the, all their fit, all their um, January appearances and stuff like that. And to be fair, you would think like Maho would would take a break. Yeah, After, and she yeah, did. Yeah, she she did. She uh, did. No, she has no business being on stage or performing. Like, like she needs to sort out her feelings and stuff like that. And I, I'd like, I'm glad she's getting the help she needs. But one of the other things is management's caught a lot of flack because they made her apologize because she made her fans worry, and that has upset a lot of people. And that's really where you know CNN and Kotaku and all that stuff. That that's where this whole thing exploded. And I, I get like that's part of like the culture and we as a Western culture just find it appalling that they're like, why would you apologize? For me? But in, in, in their defense, and I'm not, I'm not saying that they did the right thing or anything like that, but you know, I've made my mom worry. I've made you guys worry on the show when I got hit by the car and you know, it's very natural, you know, when you're fine and everything's sorted out, I was like, Hey, I'm sorry to make you guys worry about this kind of thing. So I kind of get to some degree why they wanted her to apologize for making her fans worry. 
but I don't, I don't know. I don't think they should have forced that upon her. I think she, if she wanted to do that of her own volition, that'd be one thing. But because mm. they made her do it, I think that's really where the fire is coming from. They're like, how yeah. dare you? And again, like I said, I can understand why they, they felt like that was needed and stuff. But yeah, that was really the big thing. And yeah, they've canceled everything for the month of January. I, we don't know anything about February yet, but you know this is still a hot-button issue, and I wouldn't be too shocked if everything scheduled for February gets canned too. So Yeah. Well, all their management that was in January, they're all gone. Yeah. They're all gone. They all got canned because of how they handled the situation. One of the major executives from from AKS is now in charge of NGT, and she's been with the company for several years, so it'd be good for them to have someone who's a senior, so to speak, to handle this sort of situation. Yeah. But at the end of the day... It, it's not good, it, and it does not make it's, them look it's, good. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It doesn't make them look good, and if they don't sell... Honestly, if they don't sell number one on the charts, I think NGT's done. Honestly, this is this is what it it goes back to what the forty eight what the forty eight system is again. I think I really do think this year is gonna be a very trying year because it points all these eyes down at the idol community, not not the just the idol community, specifically AKS. And all their doings. So, who knows? Um, they could be gone for a year. They could. They still could be trucking, and this could just be a little slip up in, just what could be a little bump in the road. But yeah, this is bad press, and I think it's gonna haunt them for the next couple months. I would. I would say it's gonna haunt them for a year or two minimum. Hopefully they'll be past this bad press when the global eye is on them come next year, because that's also around the corner and something that they that they have they have to keep in the forefront. Because I mean, well, let let's just say this much: this dashed any any chance of Akimoto's groups being on the Olympics opening ceremony. I'm not surprised. So this just probably dashed any any hopes for that. Anything with forty eight, probably Nogizaka might be able to now, but anything with forty eight or yeah. a very small number, kind of like how they did with the Kohaku this past year, where they only bring in eight of them, eight or ten of them, if that. Yeah. And those girls be just a specific representation of the groups. Then that I think that'd be fine. But to bring all of them on, I think no that. This this huge insight of what the the idol community is is so bad for them. It's so bad. I was, I mean, I, we we're not on the planning committee. We don't know anything. But I was always under the suspicion that I wasn't expecting any of the the forty eight groups to be there at the opening ceremony, anyways. Because you have to think about like the image that Japan wants to project to the world and stuff like that. And I'm not a hundred percent certain especially now with all this stuff going on. But even before then, I was like, I don't know if that's the image that they want the rest of the world to be like, oh, hey, look at our 48 girls and stuff like that. Like, you know, well, that may or may not the, go over well. I don't know. That may or may not go over well, but that's the biggest money-making that they have. Oh, no, that's very true, too. So, and it wasn't in stone, but I there was news articles just saying that Akimona wanted them to be on the committee. Or at least the opening ceremony. Yeah. Because at this point, besides Deitch, we don't know who's going to be on. Deitch and Exile and whatever, Yunezu Kenshi's and the kids' groups. That's probably like a handful of yeah. acts right there. And probably a lot of traditional stuff. But besides that, there's not much what is a so-called modern Japan. But it would be a good idea to have an idol the idol community on there some way somehow even if it's not akb i wouldn't mind nogizaka or even momoyuto clovers oh that'd be interesting being about that it doesn't have to be akb i think akimoto wanted it to be akb but because of all this stuff that went down i don't i honestly don't think that no 
the 48 family should go on. I think that dashed any dreams that they had with them. Now, is uh, Nogizaka and Kiyakizaka 46, are they under different management technically? Or are they they're still technically under, under? They're technically under Sony. Yeah, they're not under. They're not under AKS. So they have a totally different managing system. So, but they they're under the same strict rules, so to speak. But oh. for the most part, their managing system is under Sony. Gotcha. But yeah, let's uh, continue on from that depressing news. <laughs> yeah. It it's crazy. So, yeah, but let's talk about. The Pumps' new upcoming single called Sakura, which will be released in March 6th. This is going to be a follow-up of The Pumps' major hit song, USA. Yes! Love that song. And and will be the first, the group's first single of 2019. And Sakura will have a bunch of limited edition stuff, with like one with a documentary movie that they filmed in Vietnam, another with a dance heavy version of Sakura, but they're going to be riding the high wave, so to speak, and I look forward to it. I'm, I'm, I am excited. I loved USA. I, I, only song I really know about De Pump, but Issa, I, I discovered a little bit more of his music. I did not realize that he helped with Overcourtzer. I, I learned that this yeah. week. Yeah, so the that, single came out this past week, so I think yeah. it's going to I think it's gonna rank. So hopefully, although I've never been the biggest over Quartzer fan, it's okay. It's, I'm not in love with it. But also, he did the Fies opening, which I did like a lot. So justifies. Well, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I know them and their puns back then. Uh, yeah. Well, there's yeah, Brave Blade for blade well by the way how are you liking blade i just want to talk just a little bit on that because they did release the complete selection modification yeah for I blades s- belt I saw, and i'm, I saw I'm that. like mm, that looks beautiful i want that that, that does it even look comes sexy. with that even comes with the prediction where he just runs through <laughs> a little, little projection and the light that you put in and it has the little image of the of the card mm, i want that so much it's like gonna be like 200 dollars, but so, i'll get it so I'll I'll tell you where I'm at in the story. The the primary writer just got abducted. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm still in the very early stages of the show. And I was telling a friend of mine, it looks like the production level for Blade is like um cheaper. Uh just just as far as cuz like they're out in the boonies a lot more. The photos the the stock quality of the video just seems a little cheaper as all. Well. And the the opening is not as fancy as as previous years. So it's it, but the mystery that they're pushing is very interesting. I'm interested to see where they're going to take the story. And I do like the idea set up in premise that like all all the monsters that they're fighting are tied to like a deck of cards, and they're correlated Mm -hmm. to it. So every time you beat them, you have to seal them in the card. Uh, I do find that very fascinating and interesting. And I'm interested to see what Kamen Rider Chalice, what his, what's going on with him. What his deal is. Yeah. (laughs) He's not human. His dialogue makes that very apparent. He bleeds green. That's very apparent. But at the same time, it's like, you know, he'll, he'll bend over backwards. Like he'll, he'll, com- he'll complain about human humans and humanity. And then he'll bend over backwards to save the little girl. So he's got that dual nature that he's trying to fight within himself. So <laughs> it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. I, I've not had time to dive into it like I would have liked. So, you know, what's, what was really interesting during that time is they sold limited edition play, trading cards or playing cards of Blade. I would play with those. Because of that. Yeah. Because it's just so. a deck of regular playing cards, right? It's a, de- a deck of regular playing cards, but it's specifically, it has all the monsters on each card instead. So. Yeah, I'd play with those. I love poker. I would put it in like sleeves just to protect it, just in case. But yeah. You're not wrong, yeah. You know, let's continue on with this week's Indie Corner. It is finally back because I finally had time to do it. Hooray! 
Yeah, we're at week 28. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Where's the time is, go? Yeah, Naki Goto. And they are technically a two-member pop rock band that formed last year, honestly. So it's a very surprising thing there. They have a vocalist and a rhythm guitarist with a lead guitarist who also does the chorus. And what's pretty cool about them is the lead singer has a very, very melodic voice. She does. And she, has a, she does. And a very amazing com- compositions with the guitars and stuff like that that bring back a very fresh yet a nostalgic taste of what, you know, like the mid-aughts. Yeah, like mid-aughts. You yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, like time where you're just kicking back with friends and just chilling to music, that kind of thing. It kind of harkens back to that nostalgic feeling, yeah? Oh, yeah. I, I gotta say, I... I checked out their their um the music video we had i'd like to look at more of what they have to offer i love the so on our website we have their metropolitan metropolitan music video and it's really good it's a really good song and this might sound like criticism but it's actually praise the guitar setup that they have in that song is very simple but catchy and personally me i tend to like that i think sometimes people overcomplicate music when it doesn't need to be so you know the 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 guitar it serves the music great and the the lyrics of the song flow really well and i love her voice she has a very nice voice uh emily yeah yeah emily has a very nice voice and it's really cool that they formed last year this this song came out in october so It'll be interesting to see where they go, and I do think they got a bright future ahead of them. This is it'll be interesting to see how how they shape up. Yeah, I I would look forward to the next year, or you know when we do our next indie corner roundup, which I know will be pretty soon. I want to say two and a half months from now. Ten weeks. If yeah, Twelve when weeks. I finally. Get, yeah, about 12 weeks, so about three months, yeah. give or take. So probably right after our uh, our Nishinokana, so probably right around April. That sounds about right. Yeah. And uh, we'll be doing something fairly similar where we'll be ranking uh, 21 to 40, and then we'll bring in our top three from from last, our last list, and we'll compare the top three for that for the uh, 21 to 40. It'd be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll have to do a little bit of homework because it's been. I was like, I'm trying to remember week 27. It's been a while. Uh, it's Clacklacks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, nearly a month ago is right. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. It's been a long while. But yeah, let's continue on over to the Oricon, and uh, just a handful of new things. Not really. Yeah. Much here, but. It, it's it's not the most uh weak uh crazy week but yeah it's 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 interesting there, there's things we'll, we'll have to talk about okay but yeah first and foremost it is stand by you by ske 48 and this song I'm just... i like you don't i i don't know if there's anything else more that needs to be said uh ikinari punchline was a better song and i hated that song i loved ikinari punchline I like Stand By You. It's simple. It's fun and poppy. And I don't know. I like it. What can I say? I have bad taste in music. I don't know. I'll, I'll dive on that grenade. Idol groups, yes. Huh? <laughs> when it comes to idol groups, yeah, you do. That's mostly what I listen to. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this week it sold a wonderful 7,840 copies. And going on up to number nine it is defiance by amamiya soda i believe that's how you say it amamiya soda yeah amamiya soda she's a seiyu so of course the song sounds super anime which i don't mind i wondered why it sounded like super anime but i don't know this song didn't hit much on me personally it's all right i mean like i said this sounds like a very very seiyu heavy like com- composition in singing style i mean i can't knock it because we no i personally like a lot of 
lot of seiyuu artists but you know it's 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 all right <laughs> it's, it's it's all right i can't really say much i wound up listening to it twice and i still can't remember what this song sounds like in my head now so eh, it like i guess that's my biggest complaint with the song is it's very forgettable but yeah, yeah. defiance sold a lovely 7,981 copies. And going on up, it is Nogizaka 46 <laughs> with Kaidi Michiwa Taikiri Stakunaru. I love you, Nanante. And uh, this this is her graduation song, so you're going to have to just bear with. I maybe, fell in love with the wrong show. song, I know. <laughs> maybe you should uh, get the her photo book. Ooh, that's a good idea. Maybe I should. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, this is a much better song to Jiko Cho Deiko and yeah. I don't know, I like both of them about the same. Synchronicity is a much better song than that song. I like Synchronicity. But I still love it. Jiko Cho Jiko Cho Deiko just sounds like a very generic, just a very generic song in my mind. It it was fun and simple and I liked it. Well, this this song, Kaidi Michiwa, is a much better song in my opinion. It's probably like a really great song, honestly. Also, it's another Besi- song. If, if Glass Hole Wade didn't come out, this probably would have been the best song that the 46 groups did this past year, in my mind. Mm, that's tough. That's tough. Because I didn't think Ambivalence was all that great. Glass Hole Wade took the cake, but this is a very, very close second. Yeah, ambivalence is okay. My favorite song on that single of ambivalence was student dance. So if you listen to the second song, that was a stupid <laughs> good song. Kaidi Michiwa sold a lovely eight thousand eight hundred and twenty-four copies, and going on up is <laughs> Yunezu Kenshi with Lemon. It was on I, last it's week too. Funny that, yeah, it was on last week too. So it's really funny that Lemon got on and not. Flamingo or Riot Time or it, whatever. It's that Kohaku bump, man. The Kohaku bump. <laughs> the Kohaku bump. Yeah, it's real. We're, we're witnessing it. Yeah. It was it was like two or three last week. It's seven this week. Like, <laughs> like why else would it be on here? It was on the Kohaku. He, it was a very interesting performance with a crap ton of candles. Go watch it. Fire hazard. Fire hazard just waiting to happen. <laughs> there were sprinklers in that room. He was fine. Also, there was no carpet, so there's nothing to burn. Just the burning loins, that's why. <laughs> well, that dancer was attractive. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we said all our piece we could say for the last close to almost almost a year. This song's been released in March, so yeah. if it continues to be on the charts here, but, hot damn. But the, the great thing about Lemon is... It's a great illustration, especially of, of us, like how people's opinions can change over time. Because when this song came out, none of us were high on it. And over time, yeah, we, we've all grown to really love and appreciate the song. So, Well, for me, it was because you had to freaking listen to it. it <laughs> because it, it played wherever. Yeah. It played everywhere in Japan because people love the hell out of this song. It's got a good hook. It, it does. Like, like it has a really good hook. I still like Peace Sign more, though. It's number three, by the way, in his top-selling singles. <laughs> My hero forever, man. My hero forever! Yeah. Hey, man. I I just love Ayane Sakura. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. But yeah, uh, Lemon sold this week a lovely 11,674 copies. And going on up uh, to another song that has a very interesting hook... <laughs> Face My Fears by Utada Hikaru. Ugh. So, we had things to say about this song. The song's bad. Okay, it's not bad, but okay. it's not good either. It's not good. It's it's run-of-the-mill. I think it aspires I, I, to be run-of-the-mill. Personally, I don't think the wah-wah-wah isn't all too bad. It's not as high as it needs to be, but yeah. it's there enough to be there. But... Well, if you guys don't know, this is the opening theme to Kingdom Hearts Three, yes. which just came out today. I, I I don't know. I'll wait a, I'll wait a couple months to pick it up. 
I don't matter. Everyone's playing Resident Evil and trying to finish that one off before, you know, Kingdom Hearts takes over Twitch as of right now. Which you can hear on our upcoming episode of Potosaurus, <laughs> which will be probably next week. Well, So, I don't know. And when you guys do a game collabs, you don't have to worry about this one making the list. No, no, no. Well, well, maybe the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, but not the openings. No, 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 no. Or, no. I, I want to like this song. I'm, I've never been a huge Skrillex fan, and... I, I don't know if it's because he's attached to this song or whatnot, but my biggest beef with this song is, is just how repetitive it is. Cause I, I listened to the English version, not the Japanese version, but I would imagine she would say face her fears no matter what in innumerable amount of times in both languages, because it's like the only line of the song it feels like. And I'm like the, the music I do like behind it. And it's one of those times where it's like, I've always said, like, about, like, like lyrics, like, if you don't like a song, lyrics will not save it, right? That, that's That's been my mantra from the beginning. But if there are times where lyrics can tank a song, and I think this is one of those times where it's like, well, the music behind it is actually really good. I like the piano in it, and I like the melody to the song just fine. But the lyrics do nothing for me. And it is just run-of-the-mill. I know I said it aspired to be, but I will admit it's pretty just run-of-the-mill. And I, I just, uh, Lord. The original song attached to this would have been a much better pick. And I'm not, not a huge fan of that song either. But <laughs> but that's an improvement. And, and that song's still in there. Like, there's an English version for that song, too. Yeah, I, I, I'm not... I wish I liked it more than I do because one of the highlights for me has always been like um, the opening themes to Kingdom Hearts. Like, you know, you know, when I was in high school, everybody talked about Sanctuary, and everybody talked about simple and clean. Simple and clean thank you. I was like, when you walk, okay. So like, but when I was in high school, like, like all of my friends talked about how great those songs were because they're great. They're classics at this point because they're over ten years old. They're classics. I don't see people in high school, people playing this game going, you know what? That opening man was dope. I don't know. I think we're just too old now. <laughs> kids maybe, these maybe, days. Maybe the kids do like it. I have no uh, idea. Yeah. But... Kids like generic music. <laughs> to be fair, I'm guilty of the same thing. So it, it's, 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 everybody marches to the beat of their own drum. And I get that. And that beat of the drum is wah 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 wah. Yeah, there's that. But yeah, face my fears. Sold a lovely twelve thousand seven hundred and thirty-two copies. And going on up, it is Yuda 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 Ding Koishin by Festival. And oh god, this song. <laughs> I don't know. It was okay. I kind of liked it. I I don't get what the what? message behind the music video was supposed to be. <laughs> You would. Yeah, well, I said I kind of liked it. it. I, like, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't love it. It, it, it's, it's, it was so weird because it was trying to be like, oh, it's a mixture of generic idol stuff and Wagaki Ben. <laughs> it, it, yeah, okay, yeah, I do see, I do see that criticism, but I need to go back and re-listen to this because I think I wanted to like it more than I did, but it didn't land on much. Honestly, the only new song on the list that I absolutely fell in love with was number two. But, but yeah, yeah. F- Festive sold a lovely 13,770 copies. I, I didn't like it. Just spoilers there. Yeah. Check it out for yourself. And if you're in, in into two girls kissing, that happens at the end of the music video. Although I think she's about to throw herself off the building. So I don't know if she's trying to commit suicide to get attention. Or they just happen to be on a roof and she's standing by that. I mean, it looks like she's about to jump. And then, and then they just kiss, anyways. And you, you, as you watch the music video, you see like several times where she tries to kiss her, and bungles it in some manner or fashion. Check out the music video if that's if that interests you. But yeah, continuing on to number four is I beg you, Hana, Hana Dida Tachi Machi and Sailing by Amir. I only liked the second and third song. I didn't like I beg you. Okay, see, and I'm the exact same way. I hated I Beg You, but the second and third song are awesome. Especially because the second song. The second song's really it's, good. Yeah, 
it's like what you were saying earlier. It was trying to be something, a lot of everything, when it just didn't need to be. Yeah. There was so much going on, and I beg you, that if they just kept it super simple like they did with the other two songs, Sailing was amazing, and Hanabira Tachi no March was simply amazing because it was yeah. such a refreshing take after just what was going on in I beg. You. Oh my, I beg you is it's too much, and I I don't like the song, I don't like the music video. I find that just disturbing and creepy, and I think it's I I find that to be like the generic edgy music that 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 you sometimes see with anime. This is associated with the second um, Heaven's Feel movie in the Fate Stay series, so. Maybe that's why. Like, <laughs> Maybe that's why I was trying to be edgy. I don't. I don't know. I don't watch Fate, so I don't watch that kind of anime. So. Uh well, Fate Zero is super dark. I will say that much. And Heaven's Feel is supposed to be the dark. Like, there's, without going too much into it, there's three iterations of the story of Fate Stay Night. There's the original, there's Unlimited Blade Works, and then there's Heaven's Feel, and they all basically tell the same story but alternate paths because it was a, it was a um light novel a game where you could choose one of three paths basically a like a romance option so like the the original he romances saber spoilers and have unlimited playworks he romances ren spoilers and then in the last one he will romance sakura spoilers damn it <laughs> you know that, that that spoils it right there <laughs> now i'm never gonna watch this you don't even know what it's about yeah i don't all I know that is Urubuchi wrote it, and I know Urubuchi, and I don't want to touch on anything that Urubuchi ever makes ever again. Urubuchi only wrote Fate Zero. He didn't. He doesn't have Fate anything Zero? to do with the rest of, of them. Ah, okay. And and but Fate Zero is like super dark. <laughs> it is super <laughs> dark, which is it Urubuchi. It is really dark. It's, it's Urubuchi. Well, let me just say this much: it has insects taking a child's innocence, and we'll leave it at that cool beans yeah <laughs> anyways i beg you i i don't like it i i feel like it's over edgy and not it's just not 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 a good song but yeah the second song uh i have march of pedals i think that's basically what that says in japanese I, that was my favorite of the three it's also the shortest was... it's like it was like a minute like three minutes and ten seconds it's like super short and it just it's one of the songs where it has a really lovely melody it does not overstay its welcome and it's very calming too compared to the bum rush effect that i beg you happened <laughs> i think sailing's fairly calming too because it's a slow song mm. but yeah no 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 it, it's yeah I, I i did not like i beg you but yeah it sold a lovely 14,593 copies. And going on up to number three, it is Bokutachi Nai Chao Yo by NMB48. This is Yamamoto Saika's graduation song and probably their best song, honestly. <laughs> it's a good song. I like it. I didn't realize it was a... Uh, I didn't realize it was a graduation song. I didn't get the I didn't get the feels that the Nogizaka 46 song does and by the way i've gone well, now that i've realized it's uh, that that that's nana says graduation i know I'm, I'm still on the upswing on a lot of things when i go back and watch that music video i actually burst into tears every time i watch it <laughs> <laughs> but but when yamamoto sayaka they brought everyone in they brought everyone in for for this music video yeah i i, I saw i saw some some big hitters and in, in like akb48 and stuff like it, it's a pretty huge song so yeah i mean it's it's good I, I like it it's better than their their stupid marching song that they had earlier in the year too so i don't remember it although i think is that the, is that the one where they were marching through the snow no, not it was in that building randomly, and they were just oh. doing really diagonal, diagonal. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, I know, I know. The, I know diagonal the, yeah. movements. That that the song was. I don't want to say bad, but it wasn't good. It it was weird. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was very weird. But yeah, it's you know, Bokutachi Nai Chao sold a lovely sixteen thousand two hundred and ten copies, and going on up is Koi Bito Shumatsunchu by Ten Tenski Amatsuki. And Best song of the week. I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> I really like it. Compared to everything that's come before it, that 
That's new. Okay. Or I'm going to preface that. That's new. I really, really like this song. I thought, I thought it was good. The song that we're going, the two songs that we're going to talk about next, I absolutely hated. And the other new songs. You just don't like Johnny's. That's why. <laughs> that is not, I, I like, I... not true. I love King and Prince. And V6 was That's amazing. The only thing. V6 was amazing when they did Change the World back in the early aughts. So, no, no, it's not that I don't like Johnny's. It's like these two songs were boring. I don't like them. But we're not there yet. This song that was really good, I loved it. It had a it lot of spiteful. heart. I just, I just, I don't like the train. <laughs> I don't like trains. I don't like this anime that it's part of. <laughs> then, how do you like Deno so much? I don't like Deno. Oh. Japan loves Deno. I didn't like Deno. <laughs> there was only one reason I like Deno, but we won't get upon that right now. <laughs> uh, there's there's a there's a there's a there's a bonus that's really lucky. Anyways. Yeah, back back to on point. I did like this song. I thought it was fun. I thought it was catchy. And I really like the singer. I liked his personality. It really shines through in the song and really poppy yeah i want to say it's super it's poppy pop. which is probably why it's i liked it so rock. much mm. you can always tell what i'll like is it the poppiest thing yes yeah it's pretty poppy okay great we'll like it i like poppy music i i cannot help it it's it's fun it's uplifting and that's typical i mean i listen to music to have fun like that is the quintessential goal of why i listen to music i like having fun so any anytime that I perceive a song to be fun, which is why I like the summer song from Nogizaka 46, it's a fun song. I have fun listening to it. So this song, I have a blast listening to it. It's really fun. And like I said, I love the lead singer's energy and how he got in and, and it like I did, I loved it. I watched the music I watched it twice. I downloaded yeah. it off of Apple Music and because I was I was I was like, I gotta see if it's on there and yeah. No, I, I like. Was the train like the only thing that you had an issue with, or did you think it was like kind of generic? No, I just don't like the anime that it's part of. <laughs> I I did not even realize it was part of an anime. It explains a few it's things. Part... That explains a lot of things. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes you can, I sometimes you can uh, disassociate. So like, there's an anime that I love. I hate the openings too. It's how it is. Like, yeah. too, to me, they're too well. Much get fun. to that pretty soon. <laughs> I love Inuyasha and start and change the world is an amazing song. What you're talking about? The next song was the opening for One Piece. I know, and it's bad. Anyways, you just hate Johnny's. You just hate Johnny. I love One Piece though. It's, it's one of my favorite anime of all time. I have not <laughs> kept up with it in three years, but it's still one of my absolute favorite anime of all time. So, but yeah, I'm a bad let me, fan. Let me... Let me continue. Yes. Uh, the Amatsuki sold a lovely tw- 25,665 copies. And going on up, it is number one on the charts because Johnny's rules all. Yes, they do. It is uh, Superpowers and Right Now by V6. Uh, Say your spiel. Just get it out. I've already said my spiel. I didn't like these songs. They're bad. Superpowers was bland and boring. And honestly, kind of like the anime that it's associated to. Oh, well, I mean, that's your opinion. But <laughs> I can't say anything that would make you change your mind. I love it. Uh, I think it's very unique and interesting. But for me, like superpower, it doesn't even that doesn't know how to end. <laughs> it, it, it's it's seventy five percent of the way done. Give Oda time. You know what? You 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 know what? It, what's an anime that is exactly One Piece, but they found the ending. Outlaw Star. <laughs> my, my, that's, my, my. That's how I explain to people what Outlaw Star is. It's One Piece, except they found the freaking treasure within thirty episodes. Twenty six. Yeah. The thirty episodes within thirty episodes. <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but Outlaw Star is my favorite anime. Mostly just because it's the first anime I ever owned, so it's just like, yeah. Mm. But, also, I will say, I don't think Superpowers fits One Piece. Because it's a series about adventures. It's not... Ne- they they do have superpowers. I'm not going to sit here and try to say that they don't. 
But that's not what the show's about. And it just bothers me. Like, superpowers would make more sense in My Hero Academia than One Piece. Superpowers? The person has an elastic arm. I don't know if that's a superpower or not. The only non-superpowered person is possibly Zoro and Sanji, if that. Uh, the... Non-superpowered people is Zora, Sanji, Nami, and Usopp. Everybody else is a, is a fruit user. There you go. Superpowers. Bam. But the show is not about having superpowers. They just happen to have them. The show is about adventure and treasure and finding things. And they just happen to have super abilities. Which, which they can never find. <laughs> no, They know where it's at. It's just they got to get there. It's a long journey. It's not about the destination. It's the journey to get there. That took over 10 years to get there. <laughs> yeah, but this, the, great thing about, the, the great thing about One Piece is the way that the story is told is mm. each island that they go to acts as an arc in and of itself, and it's, very, it's mostly standalone-ish. Like, each island you go to has its own, basically, mi- microcosm that they're dealing with like set of characters that they deal with and its own plot that has a beginning middle and end so even though the series as a whole has been going on for 10 years you can look at like the skypea arc that has a very distinct beginning middle and end and you could read skypea to completely divorced of the rest of the series and get a complete story that's how One Piece has survived for as long as it has, and it has. But le- do they have superpowers? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I did not like. The sounds great, by the way. The sounds were great, by the way. Besides Gray's <laughs> complaining about it, <laughs> the sounds great. I personally liked it. <laughs> and everyone's entitled to their opinion. You don't have to agree with me. That's fine. It's it's just so funny that but particularly you don't really like a lot of Johnny songs. I wish I did. It's it's just so funny. That's why that's why I'm ripping you one right now because it's, it's particularly a lot of the a lot of the older Johnny songs you don't particularly like. I don't know why. It it they they just don't. They just don't. Just don't. Hit me the right way, I guess, or something. I don't know. I I wanted to like, especially once I found out the opening for One Piece. Man, I'd love to love this. What song. about? What about Aini? Did you? I, I, no, you didn't like that song either. <laughs> no, I don't think I did like that song. And it was composed by one of your new standout bands too. No, wait a second. Is that? Was that the? Um... That was Kanjani Eight's one that you were making a big fuss about. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They came back out in like November or December, I believe. Yeah. So I thought you, you made a big fuss about that. I, I do what I can for, for 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 the for the anime that I love. I do what I can. No, but it was done by Wanima. Oh yeah, that is right. Oh. Yeah, the composition. It, it it didn't even do anything with anime. <laughs> I I thought you were, I thought you were talking about uh the the Kishidan opening that they did for One Piece. Now, the Kishidan opening for One Piece is amazing. No, 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 no. I was I was strictly talking about yeah. the last couple... Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. last couple, like, jo- Johnny groups that have been appeared on the Arkan. You haven't really liked them all too much. I've, I, now, only... I will say I've liked everything I've heard by Arashi so far. Hmm. I, I do I, because I do like them. I like I like their sound. I like I like their energy and stuff like that. I just like the last two like the 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 last couple of Kanjani uh, eight songs I've heard. I haven't cared much for, and the last two V six songs I've heard because they had another single that came out last year. I didn't care much for either. Mm. Which is funny because honestly, I like this song much more than the last song. The other V six song, I can understand your criticisms because it was fairly generic. <laughs> eh. but and but maybe I need to hear it again. Sometimes, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I hear a song I don't like it. Uh, 
I get in a different mindset, different mood, hear it again, something clicks. Because honestly, honestly, if this wasn't associated to One Piece, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't really care. Like, it was all right. I mean, the song's okay. I personally found it to be all right. It it's not the best thing in the world, but it's not the worst thing in the world. It's better than a couple of their other anime songs that they've done. So, did you like which one? Did you like more, right now or Superpowers? Superpowers. Right now was, right now was a little weird. I like did like the upbeat nature for Superpowers a little bit more. That's why. Yeah. Would you call that upbeat? Yeah, I guess it was upbeat. Yeah. Uh, it just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it struck as weird tone with me. I don't. I need to go back and re-listen to this because uh, I don't know. It's a more upbeat tone than "Face My Fears." <laughs> Most every song on this list was more upbeat than, um, except for "I Beg You." <laughs> I don't know what that was though. But yeah, anyway, superpowers and right now sold a lovely one hundred thousand and ten cabbies and, and it's been all of a my criticisms and that. in all of my criticisms i want to congratulate v6 you guys knocked it out of the park you sold well keep doing what you're doing don't listen to me yeah this is their <laughs> 50th single by the way well i was gonna say they didn't hit they didn't hit number one well you know it's that one piece magic it's the one piece bump man <laughs> the one piece bump <laughs> You know what's funny? Did you notice this, by the way? Notice what? What? You see them on the Oricon. Like, their actual faces. Oh, yeah. Well, if you also look, it says Avex tracks, not Johnny's. No, even Avex is pretty... Or, like, if it's specifically Johnny, they kind of keep close to the lid about that. Because hmm. if you click on the links and look at everything they've done, all the, they've been with Avex since the start. And all their stuff is still says no image. So this is a very interesting turn of events that this happened. Well, I'm, I'm glad. And I'm glad Johnny seems to be really turning that corner of being more public facing, more more of a digital front. Took him 20 years. Yeah, well. But we yeah, don't, we well, all don't cross the finish that, line at the same time. Uh, <laughs> let's... Let's peer over to the albums real fast. I want to see this lovely train wreck. Okay, uh, Flava by Lil Glee Monsters, number one. F 50,000 copies, that's actually not too bad. Dear Lord. Bohemian Rhapsody, that's going to be the new, um, what you call, um... Uh, greatest uh, Showman. New Greatest Showman, yeah. Pop Virus still on there by Gen Hoshino. Poot, it's really good. Bootlegs hanging in there at eight. Right, probably because, like you said, the Kohaku rub. Bumping it up, baby. Bumping it up. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it here. Is there anything that we want to announce or talk about before we sign off here? Nothing I can think of. But uh, but yeah, like I said, mentioned earlier. You can check us out on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter at OngakuDoYou. You can check out the site OngakuDoYou.com where we promise to be doing a lot more content fairly soon. Yes. Stay tuned for that. Yes, yes, yes. Stay tuned for that. You can also check out our lovely affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Japanese-based Twitch streamer who is probably going ham because of the release of RE2 Remake. It's like second coming of Christ for him. <laughs> I can yeah, believe that. Ham on the, he's going ham on that game. Believe you me. I want to try it out. I loved RE2. That's like the first Resident Evil game I ever played. But I hate scary games, so know. I can't handle <laughs> Also, apparently where he's living, it's snowing. I saw him post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And you can check out our other affiliate, Timber Taff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right. He will be slowly but surely getting on the Dark Souls 2. Me and Kyo have been ribbing him hard enough about that. 
And you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. And you can check me out on a po- on a gaming podcast called Podosaurus. It's fairly similar with Ongaga to You, but we go off the rails and we don't really have topics. <laughs> and it's mostly about games. I'm pretty sure they're going to just talk about Kingdom Hearts and talk about RE2. So I'm going to be silent again because I didn't talk at all during the Resident Evil 7 talk. Yeah, I know you didn't. You kept quite pretty quiet there. <laughs> oh, I was also hungover during that time, so that didn't really help me. But yeah, you can check that out at uh, just look up Potosaurus or Koryu Hunter on Apple Music or not Apple Music, a, a podcast app. Or I believe we're also on the... Google Play Store. Yes. I believe you can just check the, the podcast out there. But yeah. I want to thank you guys very, very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Ken. Oh, you can also find me at OTYKen1. Where can we find you, Gray? Ongaku Gray, Twitter. All right. And you can find uh, Luna at LunaMarie87, I believe. I'm sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say I've I've gotten better at um, posting more on on my on my Twitter. Although I, the last couple of weeks have not not been good, but I'll, I'll get more at it because it's you know it's still getting used to the idea of being like a public figure. Believe it or not, it mm. does take a while to get used to that concept, especially when you mm. live like 30 years of your life being a nobody. It takes a while, mm. but yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I've been posting more on there, uh, and we will be more. Yeah, you guys will see us a lot more, and uh, just be excited. Yeah, but yeah, you can also check out our Twitch channel at Twitch.tv/ongakudu, same as the podcast where you can just see me playing Final Fantasy fourteen till days be gone. Whoa. Ooh, you know what we should do is uh, we should do a stream of me and you playing Monster Hunter. Yeah, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. And this is great. Hope you guys have a great evening. <laughs>